Hey, welcome everyone to Plant Profits. I'm Vern Davis. I am your host, the host of Plant Profits, and Plant Profits is brought to you by Produce Global. My desk, my guest today is Mr. Matt Hawkins. Matt is the co-founder and managing partner at Entourage Effect Capital. Matt has been a multiple guest here on our show, and I wanted to have Matt. I wanted you here. Hello, first of all. Sir. How are you doing, bud? Great, brother. I'm great. I'm great. I wanted to he you here because there's some things moving around in our industry, and I wanted to get your take on some things. And, you know, Matt and I work in an industry that, what, I just heard they had a $100 billion economic impact on the U.S. economy last year. 68% uh, of Americans favor legalization of cannabis, and we can't get it done. But we, we do have some movement, man, and, and with the, the Safe Banking Act again. And I wanted to, to get your insights and thoughts about how is this different from six months ago, seven months ago, to now? Okay. Well, that's a, that's, that's a lot to unpack. But I think the, you know, the, the reality is, is that, you know, as much as I want to be optimistic, it's still, it, it does, a lot of this does still feel status quo. I mean, just when, like, and the reason I say that is initially I got a little excited because this seemed to be a, you know, a bicameral movement within the House and the Senate to, to push this through, I mean, the Safe Banking Act. Yeah. Um, and talk about that point, though, bicameral. Sure. Yeah. Tell us exactly what you mean by that. Yeah. So when it's that's a big difference, it is. I mean, typically, in the past, it's been <clears throat> passed by the House and then handed over to the Senate and the Senate, and it just basically dies in the Senate. Okay. Now, th this particular bill has come with sponsors in both the House and the Senate, and it's also very, it's bipartisan. So you you would think that it's something it had the feel of it being in part in the pun, but it, you felt like it was fully baked when it was coming into the, into the, to, into Congress. Well, now we're, now we're hearing that. Schumer's kind of up to his old tricks, trying to put bells and whistles on it, which are going to, it's going to be met with resistance. And I just, you know, it, it, this is a bill that's designed to, for safety, for helping the industry move forward, to allow more capital to enter. It's not designed to be something that is, you know, social equity driven in nature. We all want that. I mean, we all, we all, the industry needs it, but why does it have to be in this bill? I just don't get it. I mean, well, and here, so, here's my take on that, Matt, is, is that, and this is getting messy, to your point, if we could do it clean, we could get it done. Because what happens is that this is a, this is a emotional social equity environment that we are living in, and the plant is a player in that environment. And what happens to, this is my opinion, what happens is that when the p politicians get involved with this, they all of a sudden are do do what you say is happening now with this bill. Is that now I I need if I'm going to do something that is going to make the economics of the players in this game who are wealthy and who have not been uh, mistreated by the 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 regulations around this plant. I have to do something to to support the folks that have, have been not treated with with equality because of this plant, 
And I have to save face in why I'm doing this. I, I mean, that's what I, that's my take on it. I agree with you. I just don't know how to thread the needle here with getting something passed. Right. And so, you know, unfortunately, you have the the far right, and then you've got the extremists on the far left that that are preventing this from 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 just being a commonsensical bill. But look, having said that, here's the bigger issue: okay. is all this delay that's going on, and that is, you know, and 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 it, it it's really keeping the industry stagnated. Um, it's we still are in a situation where we have over taxation at, 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 at local state and federal level and and new york is a perfect example look what's happening in new york because of the nonsense that's going around and trying to cobble you know all the issues in cannabis in, in, into one combined you know package here the delay that, that caused that, that's as a result of that has allowed for the uh, the illicit market to dominate dominate the, the, the entire state and so much so so much so that they've duped the consumer to believe that the consumers now believe that this is legalized cannabis that they're buying yeah and the truth of the matter is is that this is dangerous there are shortcuts being taken in the processes and the manufacturing of these products because they don't have to worry about they, they see, don't see the sale tracking they don't and been, i'm just yeah i'm, yeah, I'm just so fed up with this and it's and and the and the regulators do nothing about it. I mean, these damn $250 fines, are you kidding me? I mean, you've got to have some type of regulatory enforcement and with the law. Why and are they so weak on this? Why because, this? Well, because it, look, look, this goes back to, I mean, look, look, the reality is we know this. We all know what's, you know, there has been an issue with, you know, with enforcement on on things you know that involve illegality and petty crime that go back to the you know the pandemic and it's it's just got to stop because it's it because it's it's ruining new york is now so far behind the eight ball that for us we wouldn't invest in that state until it gets all cleaned up yeah are people talking about pulling the investment well, I don't know anybody that's 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 in our my world that's actually invested in in new york yet and that's the bigger problem here, Vern, is that you have hardworking entrepreneurs that, by the way, most of them are, you know, are social equity applicants that have scraped and clawed to, to get, you know, several hundred thousand dollars together to get their their businesses stood up. Right. And they're up against, you know, the 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 eight hundred pound gorilla, which is the illicit market. Is that fair to them? So no. all the all the things that the state are trying to promote, in fact, are hurting those that they're trying to promote. Yeah. And it just makes me so angry that you can hear it in my voice. And uh, no, it drives I, me I, crazy. I can't. Tell the audience the opportunity for legal cannabis in New York State. Well, I mean, the opportunity is there, but the problem is is that the head start that's been given to the illicit market is a is a huge hurdle to have to overcome. I mean, the, the, I, you know, the state has finally made some better decisions on on the speed in which they they give out the licenses. I know that the governor has tried to, you know, put some band-aids on, you know, going after these illicit shops, but I mean, you can walk up and down the streets of Manhattan and you, and they're in all the bodegas and it's, you know, they oh. promote them as legalized weed. I mean, it's just it is it's sickening. Downtown at MJ, 
uh, unpacked. Same. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, around the corner from the hotel, I mean, it was everywhere. And, yeah. and some of the, you know, the things that we were talking about at, at the convention was, was really there, there've been stories that I don't know if they've been verified, but the stories of labs testing some of these products in these, uh, that come out of these illicit operations that they have nothing that they say they have in them. Nothing. Yeah. I mean, it, I, I wish I could, um, you know, I wish I had answers here. It's just, a, it's a tricky proposition, but now, and, and it's, and, and it's cause you, you, you're at a point now where things have, have, have occurred and things have happened and the unwinding of those, uh, of those things are, are really, really hard. So look, I'm, pulling for the state because we need the state to be when it, when it's when it's set up properly it will yeah. be the second largest cannabis uh producing yeah. you know, revenue standpoint in the nation so yeah, and I, actually for that matter in, in the world and, and it's just just unfortunate it, it is it totally is we're going to take a quick break my guest today is matt hawkins co-founder managing partner at entourage effect capital we're just having a really quick conversation really he bringing us up to speed on what's happening with the Safe Banking Act bill this time, this run around. So uh, we'll be right back. I'm Vern Davis. I'm your host of Plant Profits, and Plant Profits is brought to you by Protoscope. Plant Profits will return so our sponsors can profit from these messages. Hey, welcome back, everyone. This is Vern Davis. I'm your host of Plant Profits, and Plant Profits is brought to you by Protus Global. My guest today is Mr. Matt Hawkins. He's co-founder, managing partner of Entourage Effect Capital. Matt, so we're taking another run at, at the Safe Banking Act. Uh, where does I mean, where does 280E stand? Is there any activity around that whole idea that that part of the tax code? You know, there's a couple of things in motion, but there nothing's overnight. So one is, you know, obviously with Biden's announcement, you know, whatever it was, six, nine months ago, that he's looking into, you know, the the the, the descheduling or, or rescheduling of the drug. Obviously, if it goes to Schedule 3, 280E goes away automatically. Who knows? Maybe he has that in his back pocket for a executive order, you know, closer to the election. That's not a tomorrow thing. The other thing is there are some and there's some movements um without getting into maybe gory details but you know there's some larger companies in the space that are combining forces to to take this to the you know all the way to the court of appeals and hopefully the supreme court to talk to fight the constitutionality of this and again that's that doesn't happen overnight I, so i would say this the, the quickest possibility would be if it's an executive order that removed that, that 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 reschedules this. Why do we choose to approach the banking over the tax? I don't think because yeah, I mean, I think the banking issue is more of a from a politician standpoint a safety issue, and it's probably something that even non-cannabis supporters can at least get their arms around a little bit. Rescheduling the drug is a whole nother ball of wax, and it, because then you got to get. You know the the non-supporters over the goal line in order to support that. We all know how ludicrous it is for cannabis to be a Schedule One drug, and I would think even the hardliners would think that. But right. but, but it's just the reality of the world we live in. Right. No, no doubt. No, I totally understand. Entourage Effect Capital. You guys were. Uh, I mean, you're big into this space and putting 
putting your money into these companies. I mean, you got investments you've had in cookies, Riv Capital, canned beverage, just a lot of GTI acreage, a lot of companies. Tell me what's your stance now today on investing in brands or companies in the industry? What are you doing? We're trying to to build scale in in companies that are leaders in their in their sectors. And that and that's you know not limited to you know brands or or you know where you mentioned canned beverages it's not limited to single state operators and multi-state operators we also look at you know ancillary companies as well but there's got to be something that kind of really moves the needle yeah. to be able to take that next step and to use the capital that we've raised and by the way you know which is not unlimited because there's still capital right now is really really hard to come by mm-hmm. in the industry not just for the operators themselves, but for organized funds like ours too. I mean, it's that there's until something happens legislatively in some form or fashion, capital is going to be very, very sparse. And yeah. so that that's kind of the reality of the world we live in. Right. When you say you're you're investing in in, in companies and entities that are expandable, are you doing that actively now, or is that or is that a uh, strategy? The, the investing in the companies right now? Or are you putting the money in in, in current investments and building yes. them? Yeah. We are we, we we've actually just reinvested and did a couple of follow-on rounds with two of our fund three holdings. And that's because we believe in them. And and a lot of our capital that we've raised for fund three is obviously reserved for follow-on investments. I mean, we do have some dry powder left for some new investments, but our focus is on, you know, making sure our current portfolio, which is strong and robust, is successful. So beyond the capital brunch, what are some of the other top of mind major issues that your investment companies are facing in the industry? The industry issues that the companies are facing are everything we've talked about just in this short period. I mean, that, that is the lack of capital. And it's the yeah. lack of, and it's the lack of some type of legislative movement in a positive direction. You know, the companies in the space that are subject to 280E are, you know, the, that's that is an incredibly penal tax. Oh. In addition to that, they need capital to grow their businesses. And when you know traditional lines of credit or commercial uh, loans aren't available to them, they got to get high yield debt from from real estate lenders that's a tricky proposition it's hard to grow your business that way totally absolutely look i wish you well i really matt i appreciate you coming spending some time with 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 sure, this. i'm happy to do it anytime absolutely man you've been you've been totally great about that and i want to thank you, you of course matt hawkins managing director and co-founder of entourage effect capital for being here with us today i want to thank all of you for listening and uh, being a part of the podcast and you can get plant profits uh podcast brought to you by produce global you can get it anywhere you get your podcast right uh, any platform that you utilize including cannabis radio it's there it's on the platform it's it's uh, uh it's everywhere and you can take a look at produce global on social media produce global uh my company is building companies and we're changing people's lives and what we do on a daily basis and that's p-r-o-t-i-s global.com i'm Vern davis i'm your host of plant profits until next time cheers <laughs>
The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited.